So, gee, a lot of people this time of year have a New Year's resolution. Uh, some people like to get fit. Some people like to lose weight. Some people like to, um, you know, save for a holiday or, or, or change a bad habit. Um, but what about the most common New Year's resolution, which is getting not f- just fit but financially fit and getting your finances into order and saving some money? Does that sound familiar to you? It certainly does. Every year, the beginning of the year, it's like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to lose this much weight or we're going to do whatever – but also get our finances in order so we're ready for next Christmas. That's so, where I go. So where do you go to get your finances in uh, in order for next Christmas? Zenith Wealth. There's only one place to go, There's and that is place. Zenith Wealth. So pop into Zenith Wealth, give them a call. All the w's.zenithwealth.com. They can help you with setting up a budget and getting your finances in order so you never have to worry about your spending again. They can help you achieve your goals, whether it be short, medium, or long-term goals. They can help you with your superannuation, your investments, and uh, educate you and get you on the right path going forward. So, gee, where do you go? Zenith Wealth. And uh, how do you find them? Go to zenithwealth.com.au. Fantastic. Holler, if you hear me! Hello again, boys and girls, and hello, G. Hello there, Grant. How are you on this fine summer's day? Well, what a beautiful day it's been. It has been magic. I'm suffering a little bit this week, Grant. I've I been can sunburned see that. in places where people shouldn't get sunburned, actually. Have you been, uh, you've been sunbathing? I have been sunbathing in the beautiful northeast. And, and you uh, forgot to slip, time. slop, slap? Or? Absolutely forgot to slip, slop, slap, because you know, you forget that you go in the water and then you, you've sort of got to reapply the sunscreen, which obviously I've forgotten. But that's okay. How was your week? Uh, my work's great. It's my first day back at work today, though. Uh, How did you go? To be honest with you, I uh, left the office at four o'clock and I had a little nap on the couch. Yeah, that's showing your age. Well, man. is it oh showing my, my age or just that I worked really hard yeah, on the first day, that you or really um, hard. I didn't yeah. go to bed early enough last night? But, yeah, probably. Um, isn't it hard to get into the swing of things on your first it day? It really back? is, and I'm not looking forward to going back to work. We don't go back um, until the first of Feb, but uh, so I've still got a few more weeks up my sleeve. I'll be due for holidays again, by I the way. I think you will do. <laughs> but it can't go anywhere because, as you know, well, we're in uh, the midst still of a pandemic uh, we certainly apparently are. here and little bits and pieces popping up left, right and centre across this great nation of ours. Now, speaking of pandemics. Yes. Speaking of. Uh, a good friend of mine, a listener to the show, Dale Cumming, and his son, Angus. Angus Cumming. Yes. He's a listener to the show and he's, uh, his lovely partner, Paula. Um, they've just returned home from England, finally. And uh, they're in their 14 days quarantine oh, at the moment. Would, so I yep. want to give a big shout out to Angus and Nicole. Hey, Angus. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is that uh, this is a positive podcast, but I'm going to have a little grumble. Are you going to have a grumble? I'm going okay. to have a little grumble. Um, there was an article on uh, the Advocate website today. And, uh, you know, it's obviously the Advocate had contacted uh, Angus and uh, and his partner Nicole to ask their opinion about uh, you know Australians getting back and everything else, uh, and the amount of disgusting, um, uneducated, uninformed comments that people. Wow. Leave. Okay. Um, I did see the article, but I haven't read the comments. Yeah. So I'm not much for social media bullying. Yeah, so. I know. Well, a, a good guest of ours. Uh, what about episode four or five? Tracy Bevan. She yeah, said Tracy, to people, yep. um, "Be nice." Be kind. Be kind. Yep. Be kind. So, to all you keyboard warriors out there, <laughs> please be kind. Um, please be kind. Um, we want our citizens to get back here. We certainly um, do. And uh, they are great contributors to our uh, economy here and our health system. They work in the health system. Um, we want them back. They were overseas. Um, you know, uh, gone away for two years to, uh, you know, fulfil... Um, their, their their dream, if you like, do a bit of travel and working hard in the health system in the UK, um, they couldn't get back. 
Well, at least they're back now. But now they're back, and it's, it's taken 12 people. months for them yes. to come back, and they had contracts to fulfil, and they had leases that they had to yep. fulfil. So it's not that simple, people. So please, think before you type. Yes, I like that. Think before you type. There's a hashtag right there. Bloody wankers. But um, I'm excited about tonight's episode, Grant. Very you are. Very excited. And it's going to be are. very entertaining as well. I can well, I'm excited about tonight's episode. I've already been laughing. And it's going to be a good week this week because we're actually dropping two episodes We are this dropping week. two episodes. So we've, we've got today's uh, episode with a guest who um, we shall introduce and, and welcome in to the studio very, yes. very shortly. Very excited. Um, but we're also... Um, we have to get up really early on um, Wednesday. Yeah, what's with that? We've got to talk to people from Canada. Canada, Canada, and uh, and that'll be a scream too because uh, two two beautiful uh, gentlemen that I met in my travels over the years, and um, they're going to talk about uh, their purpose in life after they uh, they uh, attended Tony Robbins. Twelve times in thirteen months, He's and uh, they've made an amazing life right. change. So uh, we'll be we'll this. be hashtagging Tony yep. Robbins on the end of that Absolutely episode as well. We but today, today we'll be hashtagging Richie Everett. Yeah, we will. I aka I should say hashtag Lion Earth as we welcome him into the studio today. Hello, Richie. Hello, Grant. Hello, Gypsy. <laughs> nice to be here. Great to be. Sorry, Grant, I should have probably told you that my nickname in, in my other life is Gypsy. Oh, so, I knew that. Uh, yeah. You knew that? Yeah. yeah so someone just, told just me. So the listeners know. Someone who um, knows told oh, me. Oh, someone who knows. That's, that'd be cuz. Oh, I fancy that. Yep. Um, Richie, welcome. We're so excited to have you here. I'm really excited. This is actually... The first chance I've had to promote my 2020 album, Pandemia, <gasps> which was released so on thrilling. Christmas Eve. So not only was it my debut album, it's my debut Christmas album <laughs> as well. That's fantastic. I love a good look Christmas out, album. Blay, look out, Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Come next year, someone will have heard my record. <laughs> so there's been a lot of good Christmas albums. Johnny Farnham and Olivia Newton-John oh, but had they a Christmas don't, album. They're nothing. I've on retired a few times, just like Johnny Farnham yeah, did. Yeah, you yes. did the comeback. So, so I've, comeback done a, well. I've done a few. This is my big comeback. I hope <laughs> I don't have three more. Well, let's let's just hope that your comeback doesn't peak being on our podcast. So uh, we want to see you at the gig. But it's actually quite coincidental that uh, this is the second week in a row we've got a, uh, a, a local, musician. Yeah, a musician, local musician. Which is great. Uh, chalk and cheese, though. Chalk and cheese. Because, um, Richie, your, uh, your music... Um, I guess you know you've thrown yourself back into the, the into the music scene again after a, a short uh, period of quarantine, if you like. Hiatus, hiatus, hiatus and yes. uh, you've written an album. Um, so uh, yeah, we're excited to talk about it and excited to talk about you. Well, the truth of the matter is, I couldn't quite handle the heat of being a doctor, so I decided to go and do nursing instead. Yes, you've done yeah. nursing. So you you did nursing. You started off. I guess if we can go back to the beginning, maybe. Do you think Joe got that? Yeah, oh, I did, but I just want to go back to the because he can't go telling <laughs> jokes. <laughs> but I want to go back. I want to start when you were like, what age did you start into the music industry? The music industry, right? Well, I think it was. It's been a long time. It was about 1991 that I remember I formed a rock band. Well, I didn't form it, but me and a few other kids in grade seven to eight uh, formed a band and we loved bands like Metallica and uh, Nirvana and we used to cover their songs and scream them out and uh, yeah so it's it's been nearly 30 years wow that's incredible on and off in the as a as a musician yeah Mm. And you, as you said, you're coming back. It's the Johnny Farnham comeback tour. It's Johnny Farnham in the 40s, the Roaring 40s. The Roaring 40s. Yeah, it just comes out of nowhere with a dark <laughs> pandemic-themed album. <laughs> and the album is brilliant. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to having listen and hearing a little bit more about it. So, uh, Richie, you um, are also known as, um, remind me, your alias, Oh, Ricardo Lionearth. <laughs> Ricardo Lionearth. Where did that name come and, from? Um, I love that. On Ricardo. the album and, of course, with uh, uh, fellow uh, bandmates, The Real. The Real. And oh, I made that name up for him because right. like, whenever did you really? I, yeah, whenever I rang, rang him, the first words I'd say was, The Real. <laughs> and he started to love it that much. And then I thought, oh, hang on. 
there's something in this. So I did a little Google and a little Spotify check, and I told Dave, I said, look, Dave, I really like The Real, but there's this guy like in um, Czechoslovakia, there's this band <laughs> called The Real. They're sort of like a dark hip-hop kind of band. So you're not going to be fully original, but I think he's decided that, no, I'm I'm going to take him on. I am the real. He's the real. He's the real. Big and, of course, the, uh, the other member is Artis Vakius. What a champion. Um, <laughs> a what a very, very talented musician. <laughs> a true yeah. legend. Um, probably the most talented uh, musician in the state of Tasmania. He's incredible. Um, Brett College. Brett College. Incredible so, man. So you're back into it. You, you started uh, playing music, like I say, like all of us, back in high school. Yeah. Um, but you got into it seriously um, with our uh, previous guest, uh, Clinton Hutton, and you had a, a group called Doctors Rocksters, halfway between uh, Somerset and Sisters Beach. Is that right, Doctors Rocks? Uh, something table. like that. A very yeah, interesting. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was the icon geologic, in the middle. Geological feature. Yes, the yeah. geological feature. And, uh, and look, there's a bit of a. Uh, I've just. Um, I still love these sort of local names that sort of. A reference to sort of yeah. local sort of stuff. You I also had a band like called the Bass Highway Men as well, didn't you? So Highway again, band. another name. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that included Artis Varkius as a drummer, <laughs> a singer in that band. So I had five years playing with him. One of the funniest guys I've ever played <laughs> live with. And I was just mentioning, um, there was something that you, um, you mentioned you're having two guests on. So yes. And this is when I was a wedding singer. We used to refer to this as double dropping. Oh, oh right, okay. double dropping. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll be double dropping on Wednesday morning at yeah. 8 a.m., yeah. which is 4 p.m. the day before over in uh, wow. Ontario or wherever the heck they are. Right. Okay. Yep. So, Goody. I'm so, excited for that. Um, Not? What got you into early. writing originals again? Or got you into writing originals, I guess? And it, it's been a five year uh, project, basically, but I've been writing lyrics and poetry since. Oh, since the 90s, you know, on the back of a napkin, in a diary, um, whatever. So I've, b- I've been writing songs. I've just never actually um, put any out. So what comes first, the lyrics or the music? Either. Either. It all depends. Yeah. But you've got to have some sort of idea. And with these songs, what I did, I worked on 20 songs over the last two years. I put together 20 demos, yep. very wow. rough iPhone garage band demos. Yep. And I was sort of like, yeah, I had a plan to do a 10-song album. And Pandemia was a 10-track album. And it's a very interesting story, which I'll tell you if you're if you I would love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Brett and I worked for, you know, 10 weeks and in in the studio, which I built in my backyard, which we called Do You Speak English Studio that, in oh, Winyard. Now, is that where the jacuzzi was? The jacuzzi that's used to the be The jacuzzi's there. out, um, yeah. okay. That's the uh, English uh, River. Yeah, uh, wow, okay. There. And also English Street, of course. Of course. Because it's on it. Um, what a great name. Yep. And so we did 10 tracks and... Um, in December, um, I finally submitted them to Spotify via my distributor called TuneCore. Yep. And they got back to me very soon and said, Houston, we have a problem. Oh. And uh, they actually declined my submission because I was using illegal samples in my music. So I had four tracks. Right. Because I'd always grown up listening to bands that used like quotes from movies yeah. and sounds okay. you know, from TV shows and things like that. That was just normal to me. So I used a couple of quotes from movies, uh, TV, etc. And TuneCore actually said, look, so I've learned a lot about it. But they said, you can't submit these tracks. The, pr- the issue was Artis Varkius could have actually probably cleaned up these samples, removed them in about an hour or two maybe done a bit of mastering, post-mastering to fill any gaping holes that it may have yeah. caused. But unfortunately, he was moving house at the moment. Oh, at that time, he didn't even have a computer. Right. So he basically said, look, you're going to have to hold up to 21 till I can even just fix these tracks and we'll get the 10 tracks out. But I said, no, I had to stand firm on this one. I said, this album is 2020. It reeks of 2020. Yeah. It's pandemia. It's a pandemic concept album. So I said, right. So it, it is now a six-track album, but I still have four bangers which are waiting for my follow-up record. Oh, wow. I cannot Absolutely. wait to hear those. Here. So that, that's actually um, really interesting. Great so, story. So these um, 
explain the, the concept for those that don't know of, of uploading. So, for instance, when we do the podcast, we go through a hosting service called Audio Boom. And then from Audio Boom, um, we can distribute it through to iTunes and Spotify, which we do, Podbean, and there's a heap of others, but we haven't really bothered with yet. Uh, but they will they'll listen to it, and then they'll come back to you and say yes or no, and no because of these reasons. That is exactly right. And they gave me a big no, but they didn't give me much information. So we were a little bit up in the air thinking, which tracks are they talking about? Did I get away with the quote from Neil Armstrong's moon landing in 1969, seeing that's actually public domain? Oh, yeah. right. Were they going to let that track where I had a snippet of that quote, the actual original recording, yeah. in my song? But unfortunately, even though that's public domain... I do not own a hundred percent copyright to that material, right. so wow. I can't. I, did, I didn't realise it was that it. Wow. precise. I wonder how we got yeah. away with using the uh, music we use, no, which we not, haven't borrowed it. and paid for, <laughs> um, which we'll only worry about if we get really famous and someone decides to sue us. But if well, you do sue us, you uh, <laughs> you can sue us because a million of nothing is nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell me about the tracks on the album. Okay, so the tracks... Now, I've got to... As a musician, Grant, I've got to ask your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of controversy around this. Is an album that goes for 32 minutes with six tracks, is that an album or an EP? Ooh. No, that's an album. I, I tend Surely to define EPs, um, in my experience, as five songs or less. And less than 30 minutes, would you And say? less than 30 yes. minutes. So the Screaming oh, Jets uh, comes to mind, Living in England EP. Yep. Uh, I believe that had five songs. Had five songs, yep. That's it. So I'd like to just put it out there live on this podcast to all the disbelievers <laughs> out there. Pandemia <laughs> is an album. It's an album. <laughs> it's an album. Round of applause. Woo. Round of applause round of for applause. that album. Come well, on. I really should have a round of applause for you. Um, yeah. Here we go. I'm going to round find it. I'm going to find it. God damn it. Um, technology these days. I'm hopeless. Oh, no, we've actually it. got a live audience yes. in, the, in the studio. Yes. That's from Pandemia. What yes, a legend. Yes, yes, yes. That's live good. audience so, in the background. Live audience in the background. Um, that sounded like a Doctor's Rocks show. <laughs> did you pull that? Yes. Yeah, we might have. We might have sampled that. With a few people that. falling over on the speakers and stuff, and you're you're, you're there. Well, that's you know, right. G Town. Yeah. G Town happens yeah. in G Town. Oh, yeah, well, it was mm. wild. I'm not surprised. I've been on a lot of tours with Richie in his uh, in his band days, haven't I? We've been everywhere. You're you're From actually from Beaconsfield to Hobart to everywhere. We've been all around the state, and you're actually probably have moved to the next level as more of a band aid. I am a band aid to mm. a, a groupie. Yes, but, a uh, band aid. Yeah, it's been some wild times out on the. I road. actually don't <laughs> like that. I, I don't like that 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 term groupie. Um, I wasn't a groupie. I was a band. No, aid. friends of friends of and uh, bands. You know, I was a roadie. Old, some bands, and we had many friends of, and uh, <laughs> they were good. They were good. You make friends when you're out on the road. That's lot, correct. You make a lot of – and, look, I really miss the um, touring. Uh, that's a, probably the thing about the Doctors Roxas and the Bass Highwaymen that I miss the most is driving around Tasmania every weekend, meeting people, playing shows. Yeah. But I will take this opportunity just to have a quick plug, Grant. Um, yes. I am going on tour this week. So if you're in Strawn on Friday or Queenstown on the 16th, and you'd like to pop in for a COVID-19 test, <laughs> come and see me at the pop-up clinics. Ah, uh, yes, because uh, your other career, of course... That's your tour. I was Rich- thinking he's going to tour. <laughs> Richie, you're actually a, uh, a COVID nurse. Oh, my that goodness, right. that's COVID nurse. I, I was getting excited. I was thinking, I'm going to change my plans this Friday night. I don't need to go to my nephew's 18th. I can just head down to Strawn to see you play, but actually... Only if I need a COVID test. Tell us about this. You are a COVID-19 nurse. What's your official title? That is just what you said. Oh, COVID-19 nurse. COVID-19 nurse. That's fantastic. Yeah, so... um, it's been I've been to the months, clinic when you've been there. Six months. Can you believe that six months? I reckon that there's hundreds of people in Burnie that don't even know that I stuck something up their nose. <laughs> <laughs> 
You didn't stick anything up my nose because I was like, oh, hope Richie doesn't do it because that'd be awkward. I decided to just do the interviewing that day. Just the interviewing, yes. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, a very interesting job, COVID, uh, <laughs> COVID nurse. And I will suggest, Grant, that you actually um, sanitise this microphone at the end of the, uh, <laughs> yes, at the, end of the night, definitely. please. Yeah, no, we, we will. And, if, and monitor your symptoms, and if anything comes up, consider having a test. Yes, I'll be coming yeah, to see you. Good, good. <laughs> so, and you've just taken on a 12-month contract to continue this role? I cannot confirm that. You cannot confirm that? Cannot confirm or deny. Uh, that or one. deny. Um, that is correct. That's right. Okay. Sorry. And uh, but you are heading on the road to do the uh, COVID test clinics uh, down the west coast, and um, it must be quite an experience. I imagine you get quite a few nervous people come through, and it's uh, one thing I've loved about nursing, and it's been for me, it's been about a five to six year journey. I spent four and a half years in aged care. I've spent uh, six to nine months in medical, surgical and mental health nursing and now I've had six months as a COVID-19 nurse. And I think it's that insight you get into the human condition in those moments which is probably is a major inspiration and influence on my songwriting. Mm. It's that, um, yeah, I get a real buzz. And I guess like this album, you obviously did a lot of the recording and stuff during the pandemic, so when lockdown was on. Mm. So um, it's sort of a really positive thing out of something so negative. It was very interesting being in house arrest and just having to work out in 14, you know, in that period, uh, filling your day. Yeah, you filling your day. You're with your family and um, it was a time that I could actually you know, arrange my songs, but get my lyrics in a little bit of better order, you yeah. know, and work out a concept of an album that I can work on and then the pieces gradually gradually uh, fell together as the year progressed and then in August we started recording. Isn't that fantastic? Now, speaking of your beautiful family, your wife and your two beautiful girls, um, you guys were also moving away. And you had a, f- a going away party, which I went to, which was amazing. And you were leaving very shortly and then COVID hit. So you're still here, which is great because you released the album. But that must have been a big shock for all of you. I mean, you were ready to go and then COVID hit and, and bam, pretty much. That was a cataclysm for us. I yeah. mean, we'd been planning that trip since October last year. We bought our boat tickets we organised a rental, we organised our house being, you know, uh, fixed up and all these sorts of things and all of a sudden we just watched it just fall apart. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for a while we were sort of, in a way, you know, grieving about that. Missing yeah, our, absolutely. Our plans falling in disarray. But, you know, as um, we were very lucky, we still had our all our friends, family, we had our, our work, were... Um, uh, they came to the party and kept us kept us going, and uh, and it's been a great it, like it's been an amazing experience since. You yeah, know, that's wonderful. Nine or ten months have been amazing. Yep, good. Well, who would have ever thought that uh, in our our lifetime we'd be living through something like this? And uh, let's be honest, we're pretty lucky living where we live. Oh, absolutely. You realise what a great place you're in, and uh, how lucky we are. Absolutely. Every day. Um, the Tasmanian government were pretty quick to react and shut the place down. I think the federal government's done a good job. Um, I've got a little bit out of hand in Victoria, but I still think they um, did fairly good yep. to, we have to, a to get under control no like, like they did as well. So, uh, And guess what? There will come a time where you can go on another holiday and, uh, the and idea it will and happen. The funny thing was is that I was actually in the UK in September 2018. So even just yes. when I actually think 15 months ago, I was sitting in a bar in Edinburgh watching Steve Kilby from the church playing a solo gig. Yeah. And wow, I re- how does that even happen? Jealous that even what? Yeah. You've done a lot of travelling actually, I've haven't you? I've done a you? bit of travelling. actually heaps. I, I wrote the lyrics of the midsection to Gorgeous Lover at that show at the in show. Edinburgh whilst wow. I was watching it. Yeah, so, and I wrote it on a napkin. That's the one you wrote on a napkin. Yeah. Wow. Generally, I tap it what on my phone. What inspired you? Was it the show or like what? Steve Kilby. Steve Kilby, Just yeah. being in an amazing city um, and just, you know, it was one of those Was moments. the love of the city? The words just came into, yep. it was almost like they took, you know, took over me. It's a, wow. There's a few occasions where as a lyricist you actually feel, almost feel like 
you're not the one writing the lyrics. Yeah. They're just coming in. So you've done a lot of travel? A reasonable amount. Yeah, where have you been? What's your favourite? Uh, I've been to the America, uh, America, Mexico, quite a lot of Europe, quite a lot of Asia and the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just uh, reminiscing with a friend, a colleague, uh, the other day about my uh, walk in 2019. I walked the Kokoda track. And that would have oh, been amazing. Too. And just yeah. the challenges of that. And we're actually, this colleague of mine and a group of us are... We're going on the Three Capes walk in about three weeks. Oh, be wow. So, that would be amazing. I, was, I thought you might have mentioned what great shape I was you, looking You are at. in great shape. Um, in better shape than I am. A lot of sarcasm dripping off oh. the microphone. No, I do like your T-shirt. No, that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> I do like your T-shirt. Me too. Yeah. You, so you're doing that in three weeks. That's um, inc- my wife went to... Um, Nagas- my wife Shani went to Nagasaki and brought this T-shirt back for me and mm. from the... Um, the site where the atom bomb or hydrogen uh, bomb yes, was yep. dropped on Nagas, and okay. it's one of my favourite t-shirts. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great yeah. t-shirt. But you are in great it. shape. You're yeah, ready you to go. Yeah, ready to go. The the three capes track um, has become extremely popular now. I did not realise that was only built, um, like formalised and built three years ago, four Absolutely. years ago. Absolutely, yeah. really new. Yeah, it's fresh, really, really new. Fresh off the press, and uh, <laughs> quite look, we dropped a bit of money on the, uh, you know, on the experience as well. But it, yeah, but right. I think it'll be. So, a, is it a guided tour, or? I don't think it's guided, but we're staying in huts that have a bit of uh, a bit of conveniences. Yes, you know? like, like a flushing um, toilet. I, yes, I believe. So. I reckon they will, and and cold and, drinks. Oh, not that. That's my sort type of, of camping. Right. Not, no alcohol. Not a bar. I can't we, sleep. We can bring our anymore. own. Okay. I'm going to bring some Scotch whiskey just for medicinal medicinal reasons. purposes, um, in case you hurt yourself. You know, and a lot of them are nurses. <laughs> so, if anything happens to anyone, no one will know what to do. No, no, there'll be doc- <laughs> no doctors, no doctors and nurses uh, going on. Unless, uh, well, no doctors go. and nurses. Very little <laughs> doctors and nurses going on. There. <laughs> so, uh, do you do a lot of lot of uh, bushwalking? Yeah. Not enough. Not enough. Not yeah. enough. Um, yeah, but. I think now I'm sort of getting in that state where you know one would be every year or two I do a, a, a decent one. We know? had a guest on here uh, two weeks ago, Luke Richmond, and he just completed a walk of one thousand eight hundred and forty-six yep. miles. Fitter than the fittest person I've ever met across actually. the Mongolian desert. Yep, towing a um, a yep. sled, pulling a sled. But weighed 180 yeah, kilos. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. He's a pretty incredible guy, actually. He also rode across the um, Atlantic Ocean as well, holds the world record. So, um, Vodka and Sandstorms. Yeah, Vodka and Sandstorms. That's his um, book. That's his book. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a walk. That's a good walk. But he also just did the free, uh, that three uh, peaks I walked along the well. boardwalk today. Oh, do you mean the three peaks? In Bernie, three that's peaks, a long walk. Three peaks. Three peaks race. No, what's the one you're doing? Cape. Uh, three capes. Three capes, I sorry. Believe. Pardon me. He's yeah. just done the just three done capes. Hmm. Did you hear me? I said I walked along the boardwalk today. That was a good 10 minutes. Well done. Thank you so much. T- 15 minutes probably. Return. That's fantastic. fantastic. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you sort of walk to Fish Friends, you get a coffee and walk back. You know, if you park, it's great. Well, it's, it's really interesting. Um, we see a lot of, in my uh, role as a COVID-19 nurse, we see a lot of, uh, we were located at West Park, so we saw a lot That's of right. walkers, walkers like you, Jean, yep. wandering past, showing their stuff in their, in their right. active wear and uh, looking good. And they actually do this circuit, but now our clinic has moved to Portside, so we get some of the people that we used to see every day walking past West Park. They complete the circuit. They complete and, the and circle. So normally we sort of park at the yacht club and walk around. Wow. Yeah, that way and around. People in Burnie. How, That's right. How it's great. Yeah. Yes, I uh, I did actually drive uh, my car <laughs> out the back of um, out the back of West Park Oval there when <laughs> and uh, and turned around you, before it came back. You, you get down there and you've got to go. You go left or right, and I wanted to go right, but they must have had a really boring day because I think three or four people walked out and, like, over here, over here, yeah. you know, <laughs> waving those little sticks and, no, nah, mate, I want to go that way. You want to go that I'm way. Go and look yeah. at the penguins. Yeah. Um, but um, I have heard of people, and I know there's some very good authority that drove uh, through there by accident, so they had a test. Oh. oh, well, fair enough. Mm. That's, well, it's a good thing to have, especially if you've got any symptoms. But yeah, um, must have been flat out busy for you. I mean, 
obviously with COVID, then doing doing that, being at the COVID testing site, and then writing all this music, and it's been a busy time. It has been a busy time, but you sort of um, there was a little bit of time. I had a little bit of time where I could gather my thoughts. There are amazing group of people there. They welcomed me in like a like a family, and uh, I was just inspired by many of them every day. And it was actually um, you spend more time, funnily enough, sort of isolating a little bit as a COVID-19 nurse. Yep. You sort of think, oh, I better not go out and start a cluster or start I've a noticed them. outbreak. Exactly. I've noticed them down there <laughs> kicking the soccer ball about. Now, where was I? Um, that was in Hobart. The COVID... Um, I was going to say, I don't think it happened here. No, the, the, the COVID testing site down at, um, on the wharf at, at, at uh, Hobart near Salamanca. And um, they were just having a jovial old time booting the soccer ball about. Absolutely. There's no one in there getting something, tested. don't you? Well, I guess Speaking so. of soccer, now you were a bit of a sportsman in your day. Mm. Tell us a little bit, the, a little bit about that because you're into football, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that and uh, where that got you, I guess. Well, my two, um, the two sports that my dad sort of hammered into me when I was young was you play, you play footy in the winter and you play cricket in the summer. Oh, yes. So yep, I, was just perfect. A, I was just a footy and cricket boy till I was about probably 20, you know, and I started playing. Gee, I reckon my dad took me to mini league when I was about five or six and just said, right, there you go. And the next thing I was running around and, yeah, so I um, played a lot of footy. And uh, but retired in uh, the year two thousand after playing a cracking game for the Hobart Tigers <laughs> reserves. <laughs> we beat Channel by about one hundred and ninety points. Oh that wow! Day. Oh, okay. Look, I, I, I don't mean to big note myself, but I think I got about 36 touches and kicked three goals. Fantastic. Playing on the wing. That's fantastic. <laughs> then I retired that's and my body cool. has never well, been happier. Oh, I can you, imagine. You retired on top. I retired uh, on top of my game. Cricket's another thing. story. Yeah, some yes. of us go for too yeah. long. Disaster. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, not my game, cricket. I think, uh, like, you know... Um, you can't be a musician and be a sports person at the same time. Well, not when you travel on weekends. Well, no, you can't, and, it, and you have to, one has to give after the, uh, over the other. I just remember, uh, you know, Paul uh, Leary, my great mate, and he played a few games of football at Natone, and I can remember him doing a gig with his fingers strapped because oh. he, oh, you know, you bent them back that. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he get to play a gig, and you know, you can't do it. So, uh, yeah. Football. Just like playing the piano with mittens on. No, it would be, absolutely. Yeah, we were talking before off air about some of the instruments, actually, you just reminded me, that are on this album. And there were some really interesting ones that I didn't realise about. There's, there's four that I'd like to mention. I played the UFO drum on one song. I played the harp. I played the didgeridoo. And I play the piano. Wow. As well as all the acoustic guitars and, of course... The did you do on the harp? I See, I had no idea that you could even play this instrument, so that's incredible. Well, when I was young, as uh, so I say, about 89, 90, my family moved up to Arnhem Land. And oh, my right. dad worked for the mine up in uh, Nullumboy, or the Gove Peninsula, which is just right up the top northeast of the Northern Territory. And we had two years there, which was a wonderful experience. And uh, when we left... The mine gave my family a gift and they gave us a didgeridoo and a set of clapsticks and, and some really nice big shells. Anyway, so the didgeridoo was something that I would just pick up over the years and I, and I learnt how to make the sounds quite well. I still can't actually circular breathe, so I don't (laughs) consider myself a didgeridoo player. But you can. And so this didgeridoo, so this is what was so special about the album was that all these instruments that I'd had lying around my house for or or had been a part of my journey of 30 years was like, oh, my God, I can actually integrate them into this album. That's fantastic. Fantastic. What a great story. So what, uh, the studio, what are you running in there? What are we running? Yeah. Um, Look, I don't really know. Like, um, I don't know what program Artis Varkius uses. Yeah, He's got a couple of very snazzy condenser mics, which are probably worth more than my last car. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've got a piano in there. Um, yeah, and that's ba- – we didn't use any amplifiers, no. um, you know, or really any electric guitars. Um, Artis Varkius would – go away and he'd do his drum tracks and his bass tracks at Elliot Farmhouse where he was living. And there was 
there was only once or twice that I went up there and actually the what was interesting is just due to the logistics of the time I actually did the lyric did the vocals for Gorgeous Lover at Elliot Farmhouse but that was the only time that I did any other track outside of Do You Speak English Studio in English Street Wynyard aka my backyard <laughs> Do you speak English? How good is that name? Ex-jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember going into that room with the world's biggest jacuzzi. Where is the jacuzzi now? On the deck, isn't it? Yeah, we moved the jacuzzi up under the patio. Yes, just which off is the fine. Deck. It took nine guys big, and they were bigger than bigger than an orc, most of those guys. Uh, made me look like... Bigger uh, than me. Yeah, bigger. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were ruckmen. They were ruckmen. <laughs> they were truckies. They were builders. And uh, nine of them only just managed to throw this... Massive wow. jacuzzi. They so did empty the, the water out we of it did first, empty didn't the you? Water yep. out. Okay, just checking. And then uh, turned yeah. that into a studio. So it must look absolutely fantastic. And I uh, can't wait to see it, it's actually. All, yeah, it's got uh, things I like about it. Well, it's got the sort of um, mental asylum glass. So you could probably throw a chair at it and it wouldn't break. And I also picked up a pair of um, a, a set of. Uh, uh, now, what's the. Um, Material, these curtains, velvet, the ve- big, like we thick. have at the um, Arts and Function Centre, yes. the big red velvet. Yeah, yeah, really okay. good because they kill the sound. Now they deaden. They do, and right. this, and this was from an old theatre. But you just mentioned the Arts and Function Centre, and I'll just use this moment. Whilst, whilst these things are in my head, Artis Varkis, forever the perfectionist, wasn't pleased with the piano sound on the track "Gorgeous Lover" that we recorded on my piano at Do You Speak English Studio, and he was. Fret, you know, sort of stewing over it. It just wasn't good. Anyway, so he actually went to the Bernie Arts and Function Centre and recorded the piano for Gorgeous Lover on their grand on piano. The grand piano. On their grand wow. piano. Wow. Fantastic. What a great yeah. story. Thanks to I'm Ben Turnbull. I'm going to re-listen to ben that Ben Turnbull. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Ben's a legend. Big shout-out well, to Ben shout from out to the Bernie because, Arts and Function Centre. Uh, Benny uh, you did some recording for me years and years and years and years ago he's on a studio yeah, that he he's the best uh, at his game, on an eight track rear reel underneath um, the old Spring Street Tafe building, not far from where you're right. COVID. I look at it every day. Yeah, you I do. I think when I go to Portside Clinic, I think there's the old SeaTech building or something. Yes, like that. yes. Benny Benny's studio was, and I've actually cut some tracks in there yeah. too in the uh, in the nineties. Yeah, we used to practice there in yeah. the uh, early nineties. There was another engineer named Drew who worked there occasionally. Drew, Drew, Drew. Surname Godfrey. Oh God. Yeah. Godfrey. Yes, and he was a very talented man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We've got a lot of talented musicians, obviously. We've got a lot of talented musicians in Tasmania. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's great that we can lend our forum for you to plug your album and talk about what you do. And I'd certainly encourage our listeners to to uh, to download on Spotify and have a look. I've actually pulled it up on Spotify and I've decided, uh, gee, that we're going to um, hand my iPhone over to Richie when we wind up today. Yes. And he's going to find a track for us to play live on yes. this podcast. Yes. For the millions and millions oh, of, of, of listeners and get the know-how fans around the world. Yes. We have one listener in Japan, according to the analytics. Yeah, we do have and as I, well. So and I know we have great. listeners overseas in America and I the UK. Bet you and do. And it's the same yeah. as Lion Earth has now developed several international fans. Yes, which I'm excited about. Tell me the countries that they're from because we were talking about that before and there's some really interesting ones. Well, they're popping up and there was a little cluster from Mexico which Mexico. popped up with two fans. And there's three or four tracks. There's at three in particular that I'm thinking, ooh, they're getting just that little bit of attention from these one or two people that are actually taking the time to say, I like your song, <laughs> mate. <laughs> And um, I've got two from Mexico, one from Colombia, one from India popped up the other day after hearing Kaya's song. Oh, which wow. Which is a song it's I a wrote song. for my daughter, yeah. which is on Pandemia. Yeah. And I think I've got uh, one in Canada and a couple in the United States. They're not Trump supporters, don't worry. No, they're not Trump I've supporters. We're okay. Out. I've checked that out. The Democrats. <laughs> you Facebooked them. <laughs> Hasn't it been a mess? Oh, I can't even talk about it. I'm no. just so happy that Joe Biden is in. I'm just so shocked. I'm just so yeah. It's just it's just been a shock. The whole thing. The right? whole thing has been a blur. We I don't think last week was a surprise at all. I thought no, I thought it was, it was uh, horrific, a lot. Uh, well, it wasn't as bad as I suspected yeah. that would would, would happen. Yeah. 
Uh, Who gets banned from Twitter and Facebook? <laughs> I wonder if that counts as a super spreader well, event. Yes. Well, there's um, it's just like <laughs> that's uh, right. I mean, I, I read today that uh, was it Mike. Was it Mike McCormack, his name? He's the uh, leader of the Nationals. He must be Deputy PM. Deputy PM, I think Yes, and, and he's he's crabby with Twitter for banning Donald Trump, not because they've banned Donald, Donald Trump, but for the double standards because of that doctored photo of the Australian soldier holding oh, a yeah, knife that's to a right. baby. That's and he right. said, we complained and you wouldn't get rid of that, And uh, but you're happy to turn Donald Trump. The whole reason I got on Twitter was for Donald Trump. Oh, absolutely. Now I can't sit and troll through Twitter um, no. during the evening now and just entertaining, read his really? ramblings. I was I was seduced by Donald Trump in the early days. Were you? You I were seduced thinking, by we him. We need this. This was fresh. This yes. Char- charisma. Yep, yep. Different. Racist. And then as the years gone on, it's just, I'm like, oh, my God. What's happened? What was I thinking? Yeah, and thank God you're not a COVID nurse in no, America. He's a freak like, That would be... Well, he wouldn't have a job because I don't think they test, do they? Now, I'll just let you know. Oh, probably not. I probably, every day I go to work at the drive-thru and in, inside I say, God bless America. Yeah. Because you basically <laughs> invented and pioneered the drive-thru, which I now work at, just like Hungry Jacks. <laughs> and just like, uh, I just feel like I'm at McDonald's and people do just people drive through. In and out say, yeah. would, do you actually say to them, would you like to upsize? Or no, no, but I, I have got a corny saying. I say, yeah, what is it? Thank you for visiting Portside. <laughs> oh, dear. I just hope that I never have to have a test. Oh, it's so funny. It's great when you drive in and see Richie there. Like, oh there's nothing God. better. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go there. Um, Richie, uh, musical influences. Early musical influences, Nirvana and Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the album, there was one song called Fiscal Cliff, which is the heaviest song on the album. And I said to Artis Varkis, I said, I want this production to be a combination of Nine Inch Nails and Guns N' Roses. Yep. So there's, and that's the, but that's a unique song for the album. It's, it's, the, it's got this industrial metal edge to it. So Nine Inch Nails were amazing. Mm, certainly were. And I've actually started The Downward Spiral was a great album. I've just, I've just pulled that back out again. Yep. I've just been uh, getting into the Fragile on Spotify um, just to try and get me the in the headspace spo- head for my follow-up album, which I'm hoping to release in winter this oh, year. Oh, fantastic. I don't, I don't wow. know the Fragile. That's so yeah. soon. That's fantastic. Is it? That's a lot of work to get. How many? Uh, there's four songs. Well, look, there's already four songs. It just need a little bit of uh, tweaking, ta- tampering with. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I the songs to... that we had to cut the uh, the pieces out well, that mm, we didn't have copyright yeah. just, to. Just to give you an indication of how how it was, there was a part in a song where I said to Artis Varkius and I said, "I want I want to say engage in this little part." And he's like, "Oh well, there's a part on Star Trek where Picard says." Engage, and then it goes because he's he's on his control panel, yeah. and and I was like, oh Brett, you've got to put that in because that's whoa that's, whoa whoa whoa, that's way cooler than me saying engage. Are you right? Grant's just like he's lost the plot. No, hello. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. back. We're back. back. We're back. Can you hear yourselves? Yes, certainly can. I oh, think, oh I'm sorry. I don't know what you I were can. doing. I can. I think my mic's died. Oh, no, yeah. I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah. Well, you hear, keep can, going, guys, and I'm just going to um, have a play around here. This Excellent. is uh, really well, bizarre. I'm, well, we can hear you loud and clear. But, but um, so just because it was that one line I fixed it. in the Star Trek, yeah. that they picked that up and that was it. You well, can't that's, have it. that's sort of what – but I also – now, there was, a sh- there was a song I wrote which is going to be on the follow-up album. I'm going to drop the name just because I can. It's called Sundown a Parade. Ooh, yeah. And um, – I originally, I really wanted the theme song from the hit show Mash. Oh God, the, I love the, that the show. Closing credits to yes. open up, might to set the scene to open up the song. Yep. Artist Varkas like, I don't think you'll get away with the theme song from Mash due to um, you copyright. know copyright purposes. <laughs> However, and I said, well, there's another um, album which I'd be interested in, which is um, another song which is uh, the theme from 
Mother and Son on the Australian TV show. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Anyway, we put that on and, yeah, I'm currently in negotiation of trying to get permission to use that still keep that in my song. So if I can get the permission Okay, so if you get the people, permission, then it's okay. And I can okay. show TuneCore, my distributor, that I've got their permission, right, then, okay. they, then I can actually I use Is that. that a lot of work in doing that? I mean, well, getting little, the permission well, from... Look, well, when they said to get the permission to use Picard from Star Trek saying, engage, that I'd have really? to uh, contact CBS in America, Wow! I thought... I don't think I'll bother about it, and maybe I'll get artist Varkius or me just to go, check ignition, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and that'll be our own original. And that's work, your own original. It? Yeah, wow. I'd like to see you incorporate the theme song from Dallas into your music. J.R. Ewing, Dallas. That is that is some of the best. How do I know that? Because I love J.R. Ewing. That is some of the best theme music to any it's TV brilliant. show. Did, yeah. um, now, did you ever see the remake? Uh, all the uh, was that Dynasty? There was a remake. No, it of was Dynasty a, on Netflix. Dallas. They did it as well. Um, they they bought out a remake of Dallas, which was the the Next Generation. The next Generation. The kids. Yes, they did too. But it didn't last very long, no, did it? It wasn't. I thought it was fantastic. I don't know. I might have seen a couple of episodes, but I yeah, just can't I loved go past it. Jr. I loved it. My favorite line from Jr. Ewing. Was one of my favourite line things that he ever. He said a lot of good things, but this one was like, "Why tell the truth when a good lie will do?" Yes, well, <laughs> why tell the truth when uh, a good lie will do? It brings a, a character to, to the forefront of my mind. I don't know why. Well, uh, you know, who am I talking about? As uh, Jesse the Body Ventura said, "Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat." <laughs> there you go. And always deflect the blame upon others <laughs> shamelessly. Exactly. See, that's what we're all about. Oh. I tell the truth. I call it <laughs> Trumpism. Well, <laughs> well, they say never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Exactly. Ah, uh, yes, J.R. Ewing. Wasn't he fantastic? He was But perfect. the theme music from MASH was really good as well. That was a great show. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, those... those um, Obviously, um, 80, 80s music is one of my, <clears throat> excuse me, folks, is one of my passions. I better get a test tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> do you know so, anyone? Do you, do so you 80, know anyone 80s, 80s music <laughs> is a passion. You're it's talking about uh, New Wave or... The, and remember the retrosexuals. Yes, I, of course. I do remember them. Were you in them? No. There's a story to that. Yeah. There's a story to that. And because Paul's passed away, I can now... I can now tell the story. Tell that story, but um, I uh, was asked to be in it and to play bass in it, and but they were not going to have a drummer. And I said, I refuse to play bass in a band without a drummer. So they sequenced the bass and got a drummer. Oh wow! Okay, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. Uh. Yeah. Um, which anyway, um, that's what they they chose to do. Um, and uh, look, they were they, they were okay. Um, but there was another reason why I didn't join, <laughs> and that was <laughs> partly to do with the uh, female singer that was in the band at the time. Who because was the female singer? I, I can't even remember her name. Oh. Um, uh, Joe, somebody, and uh, and uh, yeah, I just didn't. Was, it wasn't a good fit for me. Yeah, you weren't gelling. You didn't you like. Gelling. You didn't like her timbre. Uh, just <laughs> it just wasn't. A, it just wasn't. It just. <laughs> just wasn't a good fit for me. Can someone can someone phone in and actually say is and confirm whether tambray is actually a, a word? Yeah, <laughs> is no. it a word? Because I've hey, never look, heard of it before. I, just, I, just I really have the tambray, right? You do. Yeah. You oh, it's the, the voice thing. The, yeah. The tone. The um. I'm going to yeah. Google it later. I'm pretty sure it is a word. And I've just got to mention, whilst we're talking about eighties music, one of the most exciting things about Lion Earth's Spotify paid platform now is that my eighties. Um, playlist, which I made for a party, is, is sitting on there so it everyone is. can share my 80s playlist. It is, because when I looked it up today, because I've got the album up, and, I, and it came up with your playlist, and I was like, what is this? Like, this an yeah. 80s playlist, and it's fantastic. So who's on the 80s playlist? It's brilliant. Everyone. Everyone. Depeche Mode? Yes. Jake Olds Band? Yes. <laughs> Soft Cell? Yes. Bzz, wrong. Oh, no, you got there. <laughs> <laughs> Madonna? Who, else was, who else was in the 80s? It was great. Early Madonna was good. Everyone. Madonna. Oh, I'm Def so exciting Leopard, that, that bon comes up. Jovi. Well, Def Leppard were 80s. Asteria was 
out in about 87. I think that was recorded and released, but made a hit in 88. Um, and, of course, their two previous albums, On Through the Night and... No, three previous albums, High and Dry, On Through the Night yep. and Pyromania, not in that order. Uh, 80s, you had Whitesnake. Whitesnake is not on my 80s players. There's 150 songs. Really? I can safely tell you that I don't... Have, now, look, maybe this is a... This was a... Um, a faux pas on my part. I think it was. I think I'm going to have to because I can add songs. Here I go again. Songs, yeah. um, here I go again on my large, own. Large playlist. Um, it's fantastic. Have you ever seen the musical Rock of Ages? Yes. yes. The actual musical? No. Yes. Right. Don't watch the movie because the movie Tom Cruise is in it is absolute shite and doesn't follow the actual show, uh, the actual um, uh, musical play, the storyline. That is. Uh, without a doubt, the best musical I've ever been to. I, oh, I've seen it go. twice. I've seen it once in Broadway in New York and I've seen it once in Vegas. Um, absolutely brilliant. White Snake, Here I Go Again on My Own. Um, Here I Go Again. Oh Steve Perry, Oh Sherry, um, The Final Countdown. That's on it. Um, that's on it. That's surely brilliant. That's on it. And even before the show started, they were playing um, music just to warm the crowd up before the actual show started. And um, Lita Ford um, went to a party on Saturday night. What is it? I didn't get laid. I got in a fight. Uh-huh. Kiss Me Deadly. That's the name of it. I had to think of it. Um, I don't even know what he's oh, talking about. Google. Uh, no, yeah. Spotify. Lita Ford, Kiss Me Deadly. Spotify. Spotify, seriously, Brilliant. line earth, because your 80s playlist, anyone can play at home. Now, gee, I'm going to test you here. What's okay. my other playlist? Oh, I don't know. I only saw that one. My other playlist is my COVID-19 playlist. Oh, there's a COVID-19 so playlist. Every, every song <gasps> really? refers, makes reference somehow to COVID-19. Not specifically, but there's some but there's sort a reference. of link. Okay, I'm going to have a look at that and later. That is, the, the 150 songs on my COVID-19. Wow, is, is, you I, really were bored during the lockdown, I, weren't you? Yeah, I worked with this uh, amazing lady. And, uh, was her name Gypsy? Yeah. yeah. She was very passionate about <laughs> doing silly things. And uh, one of ours was – and she actually influenced me strongly in the in, in my COVID-19 playlist of putting, putting that together. And I'm actually as excited about having my 80s mayhem uh, playlist and my COVID-19 mix on my online on, on Spotify as much as I am having my own mm. music. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Spotify's so, the best So what's your go-to album then? Wait, what on? Yeah. Just your if you were to play a album, a CD, a vinyl, um, or download an uh, like play an album off uh, Apple or whatever, what's your go to at the moment? I'd have to say my COVID nineteen playlist on Spotify is your actual go to. That's my the actual go to. Yep, because yep, it's just got everything. Everything. Every banger you can think of. I love bangers. Three, right, three I different versions of choose. Ghost Town. Ghost oh, Town by the Specials. Really? Ghost Town by Adam Lambert and Ghost Town by Rolling Stones. Fantastic. Just to give you a bit of a, uh, a All right, um, yeah. I'll be adding that to my playlist. Can you add like someone else's whole playlist to your you playlist? Can. I think you can. Don't to- you? Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Oh, turn around take, bright eyes. Take my breath away. Yeah, always. You always take my breath away, Richie. Total total <laughs> Eclipse of the Heart. Um, wasn't that, that a, Richie. What would you call that? Or, uh, um, <laughs> that was a bit like a, like a meatloaf song. Same producer. Same producer. Um, like rock opera, yeah, and um, yeah, Yeah. amazing. And her voice, ah, was amazing. So, I think you know, um, there's times where I sort of sound like I'm trying to imitate Bonnie Tyler having an encounter with Axl Rose, (laughs) and I'm trying to actually imitate (laughs) with Axl um, Rose, turn around, bright eyes. Turn around. Are you two going to have a sing-off? I think no, you should. No, not oh. at all. Not at all. Look, if it, I, I'm a bit shy about I don't letting my voice out. Um, <laughs> I'm I, might, a bit shy. I might have to go and have a test and temperature. Um, yes, you might have if, to too. You know, I think. I'm Maybe. feeling pretty good. Nah. Tasmanian wine helps. Tasmanian wine does help. Yeah. Again, uh, Grant has but bought the bottle of we're red. We're actually drinking one from McLaren Vale, <laughs> from but, South we, Australia. but that's okay. South Australia. Did that have to quarantine? Uh, the bottle's been in quarantine for 14 days. I've actually got a friend coming down from South Australia. Oh, yes. I've got a friend coming down from South oh, Australia. Oh, you've got a friend. I'm so I have happy a friend for you. And he's going to come in and do a podcast too. Nice. Okay. Brilliant. He is. He is. He is. He's a very talented uh, uh, businessman. Very successful. Um, and he'll be here people. next week, I think. 
Um, yeah. So, Richie, uh, I'm going to pass you my my telephone. Cool. Can you look things up on there? Like, I want to like, just. Can yes. I look things up on the smartphone? What are you referring to, Jimmy? There, there is. There it is. We're we're going to sign off with one of your songs. Now that's that real heavy one you talked about. Can we play that? Which is brilliant. It's just so this brilliant. is called Fiscal Cliff. Now, before you play, press play on Fiscal Cliff, Richie, tell people once again where they can get hold of your music. So the best places to get hold of my music are on Spotify, on the Triple J Unearthed website, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Amazon Prime Music, and you can also go to www.lionearth.com for any more information or redirection to a one of the above platforms. I love the way you've said that. He's like a professional, isn't he? He's like, you can go to www.lionearth.com.au. We give Richie a round of applause. Yeah, it's been um, absolutely sensational having you in the studio. Um, you're just an absolute champion. You're a legend on the music scene. You're a great friend as well. And uh, we bloody love you. We do thank you for giving bloody up your time. You. Just before we press play, Richie, we ask every one of our guests, and this show is all about ordinary people who have done extraordinary things, and I think that someone that can write a ten-song album and turn it into a six-song album yes. and release not it, an EP. <laughs> is, is, which is not an EP, is extraordinary. Um, but just for our listeners, what what is one thing you can impart on people? You know, like a little uh, suggestion, a piece of advice. What's worked for you? Find those people that have that believe in you and you can achieve anything. Oh, I love There you that. go. That's I a good one. That. Find the That's people perfect. that believe in you and you can achieve anything. Well, he has achieved something. <laughs> he's just cracking up laughing. And he's going know. to press play. <laughs> Is it working for you, sir? Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Oh, he's flicking through the songs. <laughs> he's flicking through the Richie, songs. What are like- you doing? Does he know what he's doing? Ah, uh, his phone's asking for my passcode. It's Would being a little bit. Oh. You might need to take me back to um, Pandemia. <laughs> this is what? not. This song is not on my COVID nineteen or eighties mayhem playlist. I'ma stay strong, even when they wanna not see you. me down. I'ma keep going, even if my own family hates me now. Even if the whole world hates me, I'ma keep on running like a train for a marathon. I'ma surpass everybody. Everybody can't watch me. Yeah, watch me. You can never hope to get away from me. I transform in a flash like a hideous beast. Oh with the world full of doubt, he's a waste of me. See, I drip with the power to inspire the weak. If winter is coming, right, I'm bringing the heat. See, I am the fire that comes for the deep. Can you, you find it? Uh, for some reason, it's decided not to work. So what I'll do is I'll just play you a different one on Pandemia. That is not Richard. It'd be good if it was. I'll tell you what, that you could be a massive hit. So we'll play. All right. I'll tell you what we'll do. Oh, no, he's nearly got yeah, it. He's nearly got it. Hang on. Here we go. Lion Earth. We might have something here. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it just doesn't matter what. What's wrong with your Spotify? The whole world hates me. I'm going to keep on running like a train for a minute. I like this stuff. This is cool. Everybody can't watch me. Yeah, watch me. I'm a fucking walk. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Why isn't it playing? Why didn't I write that one? Well, no, why didn't you write that one? Surely we can get it up. Some little birdies. Oh, that, is that you playing with your That's sound crickets. stuff? That's yeah, cricket. It's um, Richie. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to do a deal with you. I think it was not meant to be, folks. It was not meant to be. So we're going to finish out with our with our outro music. But um, just a minute. Let me just hang on. We can hang on. We can play that music. Can we play it off the Triple J on Earth site? Yes, let's do that. Let's do it because that's where I played mine yesterday. Hang on, I've got something. Here we we go. go. Here we go. You almost heard it here first. 
We've got it. Ah, on, technology. Be patient. be patient. Technology. And the boys next week said, you know, Grant, you should um, you should video the show and that way you've got a <laughs> podcast and a video. Yeah, I don't know uh, if people... I really don't know. think so. I can't get this to work. We got. Are we on the um, Triple J Unearthed? Oh. Yeah. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Is it playing? I don't know. See if you can get it to play. I'll, <laughs> add, I'll add it to my playlist. I'll create a playlist. <laughs> no, nope, it's not going for me. Uh, oh, Richard, it's let me been get up, Triple J absolutely Net. awesome to have you here with us. And uh, what we do, we will work this out and we will get your album up and we will um, play a song on your from your album on our, uh, on our podcast. And until Thank such you. times, mate, we will see you again. You certainly will on another sweaty, burning night. On another night. sweaty, burning night. I am absolutely sweating from the heat. It's fantastic. It's warm, isn't it? Yep. Oh and we'll God. add some of your songs up on our website and our Facebook page. I think page. we'll do that Facebook page and uh, we'll even upload a podcast of Sweet Champions.